I have to ask you, Simon of the Wood, where in the world is Macclesfield? Well, it's just near, it's just near, it's in Cheshire, um, not far from Chester. You know, Chester is a Roman town with a wonderful town wall and, uh, and a zoo, a right. very, very good zoo. And apparently a football club, which has not been paying its bills for staff and players and is blaming Brexit for it. If you believe the, the stories that you see about this in the newspaper, um, there were quite a number of players who continue, and staff, who continue to remain committed uh, even under very difficult circumstances. But what's really curious is the reported commentary from the Macclesfield Town Club lawyer who says that Brexit has had a, quote-unquote, impact because they were waiting for international payments. Now, we're not really in a position to... Um, judge the veracity of that. Neither are we in a position to cheer for Macclesfield because we're nowhere near Cheshire right now. Um, however, Simon, <laughs> the question still remains, is this a legitimate excuse when your customer for your product or service, wherever you may be, says, I'm sorry I can't pay you, but it's because of Brexit? Well, um, I didn't know that Macclesfield Town existed. Uh, I mean, as a football team, but I'm delighted that they do and I wish them well. Um, I can tell you this because I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge football fan either. But I have two children, both of whom are crazy Liverpool fans. Okay, uh, enough of that. Enough of that. And I and I <laughs> and I've been to a couple of games. And just to indicate the international nature of support for British football, even football at a relatively low level, I sat at Liverpool the last time I was there, and the guy next to me had flown over from Norway with his teenage son to watch a game. Mm -hmm. That doesn't surprise me. But what does uh, surprise me is this allegation that somehow Macclesfield doesn't have to pay its bills because well, of Brexit. Um, well, you know, this guy was, was I think, was a, was a uh, de debenture holder, whatever it's called. Are we still talking know? about the Norwegian? Yeah, so, so but then my point is that, 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 that he, like many people there, was sending money from abroad, which sustained the club, you know? So that's one possible reason why people are maybe not supporting Mac I don't know whether they have international supporters, but the implication here is that they've got money coming from abroad, and that would be one source that they would get it from. But, yeah. but Brexit hasn't even happened yet. So well, how can Brexit get in the well, way? Well, we know that, that the expectation of Brexit is, cause, is already causing and has caused massive disruption to supply chains on both sides. You know, you don't buy stuff from someone that you think might not be able to supply it in the future because you've got to, you've got to serve your customers. So you've got examples of companies in Holland and France uh, in Belgium saying, well, I'm terribly sorry we like your product, but clearly there's no certainty over whether or not you're going to be able to continue to deliver it or whether indeed we're going to have to pay massive tariffs, mm. which will really affect our, our uh, profitability. So we're going to find other suppliers. And this is happening all over Europe. So it doesn't matter that Brexit hasn't actually happened. The fact is that people, sensible, prudent business owners are behaving as if it had. Yeah. Yes, because after all, Boris Johnson was going to die in a ditch before he didn't have Brexit on the 31st of October. Yeah, well, don't get we're me now, started on that, gentlemen. We're, we're now past 31st of October, and so in theory, anybody who was going to kind of pull the plug on old supply chains because they were worried wouldn't have waited for the EU to give an extension, which they have, to the 31st of January. So presumably, in this time, between the die in the ditch 31st of October and the 31st of January, Presumably, we are going to see an increasing amount of that shakeout. I think it, a lot of it's already been done. You know, a lot of people say that, for example, no deal has been priced into the pound and, and all those sorts of things. You recall you and I talked about Brexit and the impact of Brexit two and a half years ago, uh, and we anticipated that there would be people who, due to uncertainty, because the business community hates uncertainty. Mm. A clear regulation, even if it's a bad one, i.e. Or, or a damaging one, like we're going to have to pay 15% 
tariff means that you can get your spreadsheet out and you can figure out what you can and cannot do. What's absolute anathema to businesses is simply not knowing the yes. basis on which, if at all, you can do business with somebody in one to two years. You avoid that, you find other ways of doing business. And having found them, and we've seen this not just in the UK, but also in the US because of you know tariffs and so on, having found those other sources, you tend to stick to them. So once the deal is done, even if it's a favorable one, a lot of this business won't come back. I mean, yeah. that's the reality. So, so I feel I'm very sad about, about British football teams that are suffering as a result of this, if indeed they are. Yes. Which, let's take the flip side, though. Mm. Let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're providing a product or service to somebody in the UK or Europe or anywhere, and all of a sudden you get the word back, I'm sorry, we can't pay your invoice because of Brexit. Uh, should you treat that with, a, with a, an, uh, a pinch of salt or a little bit of suspicion that, that, that all sorts of new reasons are now being, excuses are now coming to the fore because, after all, there's something else to blame? Well, um, the reality is that if we go through any kind of Brexit, and I say we, I'm just temporarily wearing my British hat there before once again taking it off, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, the fact of the matter is that it will involve some kind of paperwork because if you're not in uh, a border-free market, you have to provide paperwork when you send products or you receive products. It has to be done on both sides. Tariffs have to be paid, blah, 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 blah. But we're so, not there yet. It hasn't so happened that, yet. So there, so there will be initial additional cost and complexity. So as to whether or not, you know, not pay, well, as far as not paying me is concerned, no, that's not a valid excuse. Because as you say, those tariffs are not yet in place. Mm. Uh, there has been actually no material change. I mean, where there might be an issue is where business volume has dropped off as a result of customers. And we've seen in the press anyway, we've seen examples of several businesses that have, that have shut up shop altogether uh, because purchases in Europe of products, there was a furniture manufacturer in South Wales we dealt with a few months ago. So, so you've got a market which is primarily a European market. You're manufacturing in the UK. Your European market is completely unsure what's going to be happening to their supplies. Mm -hmm. So they, they're already, they've already switched into other, other suppliers in Europe where they're not going to have the issue of worrying about whether or not they're going to be able to get their product because they've got their customers, right? Mm. So, um, so, so, people so where are, are you going with that? Sorry. Well, well um, that where um, a company even if it doesn't have to shut down, loses business to Europe, their cash flow is going to diminish. And you're locked into being at a certain level of activity. Unless you're very fast on your feet, your costs are going to be too great for the level of business that you're going to have, and you're going to struggle to pay your supplies. I mean, that's the reality. So in other words, you should, when you're supplying a product or service, you should ask your customer, are you based in the UK, and do you derive a substantial income from outside of the UK? as an indication as to whether you're going to get your own invoices paid. Well, I think that's part of it. I mean, you know, uh, because no one, for, for 40 years, no one's had to think in these terms. It, it, as long as your extended supply chain was within Europe, it didn't really matter. It wasn't material. Um, but that, is that a question that you should now be asking? I think it would be foolish if you didn't. Particularly, uh, you know, 80-20 rule. Uh, you know, 20% of your customers are 80% of your sales and indeed your profit. If your top 20% of customers, if any of them, are likely to fall away in some significant way because of a because of a change in tariffs or because of Brexit, then you need to know about that and you need to plan for it. Yes, and get a, get ahead to your customer, get in get in front to say, I know you get a lot of income from overseas, but we still need our invoices paid, even if they don't pay you. Yes, and uh, you know there are there are things that you can use to offset in that discussion. For example, you know the pound is somewhat lower than it was at the beginning of Brexit. So, yes, somewhat. So, 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 <laughs> it's crashed. So yes. you can so you can so you can actually make adjustments to price and still end up with the same amount of sterling if you're billing in say euros. Uh, you can do other things. Uh, you know, be ahead of the game. Think about it. Uh, there are things that you can do, but it's very difficult, however fast on your feet you are, 
to plan for an uncertainty. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows when it's going to happen. We still don't. Yes. And we still don't. We still don't. We, we wait with bated breath. Who knows, maybe the election in December will, will change things once again. Thank you, Simon. Go to the comments box and leave us your thoughts. If, have you been impacted by Brexit yourself? Uh, have your customers told you that they can't pay you because of Brexit? We'd love to hear from you.